Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Eurowatch. Money FM 89.3. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now to take a look at headlines out of the European region. Uh, from more than 150 world leaders gathering in New York this week for the 78th session of the UN General Assembly. That kicks off without leaders of four of the five permanent members of the UN Security Council. Now, this annual meeting at uh, UNGA takes place at a polarizing juncture in history because we've got the most fraught and dangerous since the Cold War. Well, at least that's according to analysts and diplomats. Now, they're pointing to Russia's war in Ukraine, which upended already difficult relations among major powers, as well as the impact of the pandemic, high food prices, worsening climate emergency. So we've got lots to unpack. On the line with me is Professor Chedamia Nestorovic, Professor of Geopolitics at SIG Business School, Asia Pacific. Professor, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Professor, got a special guest host, uh, Choi Wan, who'll be joining us for this conversation. Hi, yes. Professor. Yes, okay, let's start off with the UN General Assembly in New York. To start us off, Professor, what do you think are some of the key moments we need to reflect on heading into it? So probably the key element is the venue of President Zelensky from Ukraine because it is the first time that he's coming there after the invasion of Ukraine. So everybody was expecting what he is going to do and how Russia is going to answer to that. So they were trading barbs. But I won't say that, let's say, many uh, surprises. I don't see many new developments, especially concerning the war. So unfortunately, the war will continue and we don't have a peace plan in the near future. Okay. Speaking before the UN Security Council, uh, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has called for Moscow to be stripped of its veto power in the council. Mm. Can this Mm. actually be done? I don't think so, because all this has been settled during the conference in San Francisco in 1945, and uh, all the other members of the uh, Security Council would be very attentive, because if it happens to Russia, why won't this happen to China? Why don't this will happen to the United States or to the other countries? So I don't think that the other members of the Security Council, especially the, the permanent members of the Security Council, will accept to be stripped off potentially of the prerogative and the privilege that they enjoy there. Are there any other ways to influence Russia's position in the UN Security Council? There would be a way if there is a majority of countries not only declaring that they are against the aggression, because they did it several times in the United Nations, but uh, to start, uh, for instance, to uh, stop buying from Russia Mm. and to stop dealing with Russia, there are two countries here which are very important. This is China and India. If those two countries decide to stop, in that case, it would be a huge blow for Russia. Okay. Professor, what's your opinion of the landscape? I mean, it's all Russia-Ukraine related. Do you think there'll be any room for, I don't know, other global priorities perhaps? Exactly. Exactly. So I think that many countries are a little bit frustrated Mm. because uh, the Western world has imposed issues. Of course, they're important. It is a tragic situation that we have in Ukraine. But other countries in Africa, in Latin America, in Asia, they say we have so many other problems. We cannot uh, spend our time only talking about that. And I think that they are frustrated and they would like to move on either on global situations, for instance, concerning climate change, or on local situations in order to see what is happening with the coup d'etat that we have in Africa or some other problems that we have in Asia. So I think that many countries would like to move on to something else. 
Well, it's fair enough. But what else do you think you'll be looking out for in the following days? So for the following days, we have the attempts to, let's say, put on the agenda climate change. And I hope that this will deserve the place that is important, that, that different countries, or different populations have about that. But I'm not so sure because the dynamic of the war in Ukraine is practically giving news every day. So in that case, we are completely looking at what is happening there and we are completely obsessed with the situation in Ukraine. But hopefully they will look to something else that is climate change or the situation that we have concerning nuclear proliferation or something else. Mm, good point to bring up there, Professor, because uh, the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak laying out plans to weaken UK climate targets as the election approaches. So this obviously angers people, businesses, political allies and whatnot. The UK has for a long time been leading this charge on climate change. So how does this affect things? What has caused it to affect things? Right. This is a pity that we have the situation because we had plans for 2030, we have plans for 2050, for 2050 it was to have a net zero situation. So what does it mean? It means that many businesses, many populations have been planned for that. And suddenly you are giving possibilities to extend ex- uh, exceptions to this plan. So people are asking, wow, we have invested so much, for instance, concerning the automakers, in order to switch to electrical vehicles, investing so much, and suddenly you are saying, oh, no, no, we will not stop this. We will continue with the usual, let's say, petrol-based engines, etc." So they are saying, no, no, we have to do something else. So I think that many people are frustrated. However, it is, Rishi Sunak is a political leader. Mm. So as a political leader, he has to think about the voters. And probably many voters, especially mm. in his own party, favoring this kind of extension and not to impose everything by 2030 and 2050. So what are going to be the long-term impact of weakening these UK climate policies from an economic growth perspective? Since the UK has been on the forefront of this, it is giving a very bad signal to the other countries because the other countries, such as China, such as India, etc., they can say, okay, if the UK has decided that, why should be be, uh, let's say, on the forefront of this fight. Maybe we can also give some extensions. So I think it's a very bad signal for the whole world. While I think that here local political interest was the main motivator for that. Mm. Just to combine a few issues here, Professor, I mean, you mentioned earlier on that this should be, you know, one of the global priorities worth looking at. Timing is another thing, you know, uh, Mr. Sunak coming out to talk about this. What about COP28 then? So Mr. Sunak decided not to come to the General Assembly. So he sent someone else in order to represent him. As for the COP, I don't think that it will uh, have a big impact for the COP because it is the decision of only one country. But you are right. We have to look at the timing of it. So the timing is if the other countries follow the move from the UK, in that case, it will have an impact on the COP. For the moment, I don't see a direct impact on the, on the decisions of the COP. All right, Professor, let's move from that to talk a little bit about relationships. French President Emmanuel Macron rolling out the red carpet for Britain's King Charles and Queen Camilla's three-day visit. This trip was postponed in March. Where are we at now? I think the previous round was because of the whole Macron's pension changes and such. That's right. So how's how's the relationship now, England and France? (laughs) 
<laughs> the relationship in France is always, I would say, uh, dynamic. It is always uh, contradicting, and you can expect the unexpected in France. As, uh, that's a country which has uh, many, uh, I would say, uh, contrasting uh, traditions. One contrasting tradition is one of the traditions is the revolution. Hmm. So revolution means people protest. But hmm. another thing that people in France like very much is monarchy. So it is incompatible. On one side, we have the revolution. On the other side, we have the monarchy. But if you see the pomp, if you see all the, all the great things that Macron is doing, he is receiving him in Versailles. Mm. So Versailles was the place for the kings in France. Mm. And it was like a monarchy. It's like a French monarchy accepting another monarchy. Even if we live in a republic, it means that for the French people, this is perfect because they are combining the revolutionary mood on one side with the obsession or with the uh, ecstasies uh, when we talk about the monarchy. So they like monarchy very much. And this is how they uh, received the King Charles and the Queen. It's quite an interesting dichotomy, right, given the history between the two nations. But it's so nice to see this amalgamation happening between the both of them. Yeah, so the two countries are close to each other. And by the way, the King Charles is going to Bordeaux. This is in the southern part of France. And all this part of France used to belong to the British. So it means that we have the French going to Britain. We have the British coming to France. This is like cousins or brothers. So they know each other. They hate each other. They love each other, depending <laughs> on circumstances. So they will come up here. There are other places in the world where we have the same situation. <laughs> but well, here it's a bit. <laughs> Ten emotions in a day. You almost sound Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been speaking Thank with you, uh, <laughs> Professor Genevieve Estrovic, Professor of Geopolitics, Essex Business School, Asia Pacific. Professor, as always, we appreciate your time. Take care and have a great Thursday evening. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you next time. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.